It's really crazy to me how Australia's basketball assholes per capita, it's off the charts compared to the rest of the world. Kyrie, Simmons, Liz Cambage. Oh, Liz Cambage. Bogut. Worst one. Even the fact that Australia has more number one draft picks out of Melbourne than any other city in the world, you know, somehow we've ended up in this situation where we're embarrassed by some of our most talented, you know, prospects ever. Welcome to the Basketball Forever podcast. I'm Nick Jungfer. I'm here with Alex Sumsky. How are you, mate? I'm, I'm doing okay. Good, good. I'm, I'm just chuckling because you've uh, you've just cooked up a trade scenario mm-hmm. that is perhaps a little too spicy for everyone's liking. Yeah, we had like a really reasonable <laughs> trade scenario because we were like, oh, there's all of this chat about like AD on the move now, which is actually really interesting considering... Westbrook was 100% on the chopping block and Mm. the questions, even we were asking the question, why not get the deal done before? He actually embraces a bench role, is super efficient and successful, even though they haven't really been, hasn't translated to wins yet. But Westbrook as an individual player, he's been uh, pretty good. Yeah. But AD is now suddenly out of nowhere. He's on the chopping block. Yeah, um, it's like we've got to trade someone. We've got to trade someone. So for us, it's playing well. Who can we get rid of? And we were like, let's let's cook a trade. And we had a trade and we we're like, yeah, that's okay. But let's let's come up with something. Like, let's throw a third team in the mix. And it was like really reasonable. Like, if I have a look at what um, what was what was cooked, it was uh, it was it was Lakers, Bulls, and the Knicks, and it was Julius Randle, uh, 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 Fournier, and Green from the Bulls uh, to the Lakers, Um, Anthony Davis to the Bulls, so back to hometown, which is where he says he would like to be traded if he gets traded. Uh, And then it was uh, Williams and Vucevic to the the Knicks. So that was the trade. It's pretty fair and reasonable. It's not crazy. Uh, And I think I said, well, my first reaction was like, that's a Zach Lowe trade proposal. We, Before it had much spice. Yeah, we we need a Skip Bayless, <laughs> Nick Wright, uh, Colin yeah. Cohead uh, trade proposal. So that's when, um, yeah, that's when we did the Lakers, Warriors, <laughs> Brooklyn one, and then the backlash is so oh my gosh. hectic. So, it's but been- what happened was you were you sprinkled just a little bit too much spice into that apparently to the point where yeah, it's like I, when you had, when you eat you think you want something spicy then you try it and you're like. Everyone's choking on it. We overegged the pudding on this one. It's <laughs> so funny. It's it went been, well. It's been up for back, backlash for 48 minutes. Yeah. It's reached 533,000 people, 23,000 reactions, 3,000 comments. Well, made a splash at least. 4,000 shares. Made a splash. I can only imagine how many thousands of individuals across the world are mm. incredibly triggered right I now. I love how angry people get. They can't just look at it and think, oh, that's a fun hypothetical. And it's funny as well because crazier trades have happened in real life. No, yeah. I know. We, These trades are only crazy until they actually go down. Go back and look at everything we've posted about uh, LeBron going to the Lakers, but back before it happened and everyone's saying, you oh. guys don't know anything. Yeah, yeah. And then what was the other one you said earlier? Oh. Um, oh, LeBron going from Miami back to Cleveland. Yes. Everyone told you that mm. you were brain dead. Yeah. Until it happened and you went back and just liked every single comment. <laughs> there's been a few. There's been a few of those yeah. ones. Uh, it's, um, it's good fun. There was, I remember when we had, uh, we had 
Kawhi going to the Clippers as a rumor. Yeah. And, and I was basically told to just go end my life. You then, were over in the States. I remember this. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone connected to the Clippers told you it, it was a matter of time. Yeah. You reported that on the first iteration of this podcast. It also went in a post-game video mm. that we did. Yeah. And yeah, everyone wanted you to... Yeah, that that was it. They I, I, they wanted my head. Yeah, pitchforks were out, and happened. it happened. Yeah, there's been a few. There's been a few of those, but let's not let's not talk about my W's. <laughs> I think it's good. You know, oh, I think it's hilarious. Yeah, um, you know what's not hilarious is everything that's going on in Brooklyn, which is what I want to talk about. Mm. And I know that there's a few things you want to get off your chest. Yeah, what's what's item? What's first on the agenda that oh. you want to get off your chest? It's just the like the Nets as an organization are just shambles, really. Yeah. Like it's it's shameful where they've ended up. I mean um and is if it wasn't all sort of shambolic and shameful enough. The real shameful thing was then let's go after a doka. Yeah. Like, you're fucking kidding, right? And, and uh, you know what I don't understand? You actually can't everyone on Reddit was making that joke of, well, they might as well get a doka at this point. Not actually they weren't serious. It was a total troll and the Nets were like, good idea. Let's yeah. actually do that. Yeah. What's happened with Kyrie in general is a shit show. Um, right. And at first, my reaction was to be critical of Kyrie, as we have been in the past. It's funny that him and Kanye's views are kind of aligning now, considering back in 2019, we called Kyrie the, the Kanye I, of the NBA. I don't want to pat ourselves on the back again. We've already, uh, yeah, I know. We've already sort of- We're know, lamenting too much. Done that a little bit. But yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. We <laughs> yeah. we we created that parallel. Um, well before everyone well says before. it now, but we were saying it 2018. They they yeah. they're like the same kind of brain. Yeah, yeah. And, and they now share a brain. Now they're in this position where Kyrie, I I've kind of almost like uh, the pendulums almost started to swing the other way for me. First, my like reaction was just like oh, Kyrie. You, you you lunatic like yeah. this that the other yeah so offensive and you look at it a little bit more and now I'm starting to sort of scratch my head a bit and ask a couple of questions on like the backlash that Kyrie's receiving is so like unprecedented I think well what I'm struggling with and I've always been not a fan of Kyrie's whatsoever but I think he's now being treated like he is a bigot. Like a a hateful bad guy. Yeah, I don't know how in your right mind anyone would actually think that though. He's so clearly misguided. Needs to lay off the the YouTube and the Instagram yeah. conspiracy videos. Yeah, yeah. But he's not a bad guy. He's actually done a lot of good things. Donated to a lot of good causes. I think he's horrendously misguided. But when we're coming down hard on him, like he like he's Donald Sterling or Robert Sarver or something yeah. like this, that doesn't make any sense no and it's not that's just going to make Kyrie dig his heels in more which is what he did and he loves to he's going to love that in in this weird way in terms of well he loves to play the role of I'm this like a martyr like a Mm. victimized Mm. guy who's just doing you know it's just going to play into that it's not going to be productive Mm. why can't we have a productive conversation about this as opposed to let, let's write him off. Mm. The Nets have given him this laundry list of things that Mark Stein is saying. Um, well, Mark Stein's got people telling him mm. that that is just an intentional plan to 
get Kyrie the hell out of the net. Yeah. Because they know that he's not going to, they've given do him those a, a list. Yeah. That was so my, long. And yeah. he want, he's not going to want to do all those things. That was my interpretation of the list, too. I found it interesting that one of the things on the list was to donate that $500,000, which he already, which done, he already and done. refused. Yeah. And they gave back to him. Um, yeah. So I don't know. It kind of almost feels like this, this circular sort of thing with there's no winning for him in this situation now, no matter what he does. I want to be clear that there was definitely things in that uh, movie um, and the book that it's based on that are Caught. harmful. But now I feel like everyone's having a more extreme response to Kyrie sharing a link to it than they are to, firstly, actual this is what I don't ha- get. actual anti-Semitic hate crimes of recent times, mm. but we're more outraged by Kyrie linking to this video, but then we're not upset at Amazon for actually running it. They haven't pulled it down. The the most they're offering to do is maybe adding a disclaimer. Even that's far from a guarantee. But But Amazon are continuing to profit from it. No one's talking about that. The NBA has been dead silent on that. And oh, shock horror. You know, some people have made that point, but I'm not hearing many people make the point that the NBA is looking to sell exclusive streaming packages. And guess what? Amazon, of course, one of the big contenders and the most cashed up one along with Apple. Yeah. Oh, shock horror that Adam Silver has no moral objections to Amazon exploiting mm. tens of thousands of workers around the world, if yeah. not more. Like, it, it, it just... It's so easy to moral grandstand until then it affects the bottom line. So, well, let's not say a word about China. You know, they've incarcerated uh, a million people based on religious grounds. Let's not say anything about Jeff Bezos, Amazon, any of that. And the other thing is Bezos could be in the running to buy the Suns. Yeah. Another reason for the NBA to stay silent on him. It just defies logic. I couldn't understand the the visceral like the 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 reaction and that and the anger and hatred towards Kyrie and how hard everyone came for him. And then it was radio silence on the Amazon front. And I'm and I'm kind of a little bit confused. This had been going on for four or five days at this point. Yeah, I go on to the Amazon uh, Amazon store. The book is number eight in the top ten bestsellers. The movie's also in the bestseller list. Exactly, that, they both know, are. It like thirty five x its amount of streams. And then on top of that, if you go into the um, like the 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 Black History uh, like category mm. for like Amazon books, the, like. That book and different iterations of that book peppered like seven oh, of the ten top ten spots. It's absolutely every every uh, slightly different version of it is just dominating every single top Flying seller. Flying off the shelf. Yeah. Jeff lining his pockets. Everyone's happy to profit off this controversial product. Heaven forbid Kyrie be one of the many millions of people that are watching it, you know. Yeah. And and it's like he shared it. Yes, he shared it. That was perhaps a very irresponsible thing to do. And there's, I actually, there's a, a bit of a question mark in my mind of whether he truly even watched it. Like, yeah. I think he wants people to believe he did watch it. I think he may have thought it was a cool thing to share yeah. and, and didn't do his research. And then, you know, obviously copped all this backlash. I'm fairly confident he watched a little snippet. Maybe. And, yeah. And that Maybe. was it. And that was but it. I'm not going to speak one way or the other. I don't know. I wasn't in, I wasn't yeah. there in the room. Can't claim. Yeah. But he, it, I do find it really funny that it was just like everyone came at him. Well, you have a responsibility. You have a platform. You influence people. Amazon doesn't influence people. That yeah. platform. Who has it? Bigger- Amazon Prime with, you know, millions and millions and millions of users globally, people streaming every single day. They don't have influence. Yeah. They, they have 
infinitely more influence than Kyrie sharing it on his story or sending out a tweet. Like, and they're not held. Yeah. To, there's no level of responsibility at all on their and shoulders. Do you find this a bit on the nose or am I reading too much into it where it's like very easy to tell, you know, a single black man to shut up and a rich, powerful, white-run company Oh, they can do whatever they want. That's what that was my that was my immediate impression. I was like, it's hard to not silence the that, black right? man. Yeah, and and I don't understand as well why um, to be a black and to be an African American man in the United States or anywhere really, any civilization, Western or otherwise. Yeah, um, it's not taboo in today's world to. Um, and I've got to be careful what I say. I want to put this as sensitively as possible. Yeah. But it's not really taboo for them to question, you know, uh, to uh, to punch up for a, a lack of a better term. Right. Uh, uh, and, and try and like disrupt the system, particularly like white power, white history, the whitewashing of black history. That's the thing. You can understand any African-American wanting to look into okay, which parts of history? Of course. Because so much of it has been whitewashed. So which Kyrie not great at identifying reliable sources no. as opposed to propaganda. Of course. Clearly. Yeah. But can definitely understand what, you know, him wanting to look at everything through he's a critical every- lens in terms of, because so much of history has been whitewashed. Yes. So that's kind of what he's getting at. He's landed on a really shonky. Bad example. Uh, bad example. Yes. But the thing, but the, 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 the process, stands. The, the mental process of wanting to do that investigation and the backlash of him getting persecuted for that when it's actually socially acceptable in almost every other discourse except when it's a white person's religion right is su- suddenly they they're drawing a hard line in the sand now i'm not commenting one way or the other i actually haven't watched the documentary i tried to get i watched a little bit of it i i realized really quickly that it's it's filled with like inaccurate sources and incorrect quotes and a few other things yeah so it's a completely Unreliable source. It does contain harmful and hurtful things. Of course. Of course. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely acknowledging that. But what I am suggesting is that that process that, that he's kind of undergoing right now is it's completely normal. for It's accepted in today's society for a black American to want to do that investigation. And it's mm. it's it uh and I don't think that it's not unreasonable to suggest that yes there has been a whitewashing of history that extends to biblical times, right? And, and how religious fig- figures are represented. I know we're getting a little bit away from basketball here, yeah. But I think the 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 broad point that we're making is that it, Kyrie was sort of treated, I thought, a little bit unfairly, uh, given some of the atrocities that. Uh, occur and and how the Amazon's like profiting off of this this uh, movie and book anyway. Yeah, it, suddenly he's got a six part checklist to complete. Yeah, and Adam Silver saying I'm going to have a meeting with him in person. A meeting Bezos as well. Yeah, like, it, it just you're it, still going to do a is, billion dollar deal for, it, for streaming it, rights. He could essentially be run out of the league for this, yeah. and the the punishment doesn't fit the crime. I, I kind of think it's gone so far. And and how many times have we given people a pass? For think for all sorts of much much worse things, even right. and even people that have come after him, like Shaq, like I can't get over the yeah. fact that you know you know Shaq re- you know comes hard, really quite critical, calls him an idiot, all this stuff. I don't even. I mean, Shaq was the one that joined Papa John's board after the executive used the N word in right. a meeting. 
And did you see Shaq talking? And he was an apologist for that guy. In terms of when there was all that chatter about who was going to buy the Suns and, um, you know, Shaq was fawning over Bezos. He was saying, you know, when when Mr. Bezos is involved, you you pick up the phone and he was calling him Big Dog or something like that. He was was absolutely fawning over, uh, over Bezos who, like I said... How many workers has his company exploited mm. versus Kyrie, who he's got absolutely no time for? Mm. What do you mean? Yeah. And we're talking about the dis- Bezos is like a hero in his eyes, the way he was talking. Yeah. And, and we're talking who's about- done more harm, who's done more real harm to real people? Yeah, that's the big one. And and the 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 fact that everyone's talking about Kyrie distributing this, but no one's talking about these other distribution channels, Amazon being one, but even um, I, I saw this Shaq himself. Because Amazon can cut this off at the knees. It's not available. But Kyrie how- can't do that. Exactly. He can't just put an end to it. No, he can't now, but they could. Cityplex 12 Theatre in New Jersey, which is owned by Shaq, showed the documentary. Oh, wow. It's the same film that he's, oh, you're an idiot, Kyrie. How yeah. dare you share that on your, he owns the cinema. Yeah. It's playing this. And 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 that was years ago, like and Kyrie's not in the right here, there. but he's he's not profiting from it. No, Shaq he's got no dog is. in the fight. Shaq has and Bezos cu- directly is. Shaq currently has money in his pockets today that are a direct result of revenue generated from that film being streamed in his cinema. Yeah, and he, and Kyrie's the idiot. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. I think it's pretty unfair. In other Brooklyn news, that's only one issue. <laughs> oh, God. That's one issue that we've got in Brooklyn out I just of realized many. We got, we got so fired up about that, and, I, and then my, I just immediately cast my mind back to the 12 other issues that they've yeah, got. In right, there. right. Yeah. Ben Simmons being oh, another one. My gosh. And he's had some recent comments. He was interviewed by an Australian outlet, Good Weekend magazine, mm. um, saying that it's his dream to play in the Olympics. Your thoughts? No, oh, it's his dream. Because I know you have some. Go on. His dream. Reportedly, yes. I can't think of anyone that could have less of a concerted effort towards their dream than Ben Simmons. Perhaps in <laughs> yeah, not just basketball. Perhaps any discipline ever. Like if you think about his history, like I've got we've, we've got his Australian basketball history here. Are you ready for this chronology? Yeah, you, you came. I came prepared with yeah, receipts. Yeah, yeah. This is the man. This is the man that ha- his his dream is to play for the Boomers. Are you ready? In 2015, Lamanis, who was the coach at the Boomers time, being the Australian national team, the if Boomers anyone's the Australian unaware. Yeah, he said that Simmons, who was at the time the number one ranked high school player in the US, had withdrawn from the Boomers squad to focus on settling into US college. But he signaled his intentions to play for Australia in the 2016. Rio Olympics, fair game. He wanted to win a medal. 2016 rolls around. Rich Paul informed the Boomers that Simmons would be withdrawing from the Boomers in order to focus on his draft and the upcoming NBA season. All right, well, you did commit, but we'll let that slide. I think that was still fair enough. Yeah, we're giving him a pass. He's worrying about his draft stock, the future of his career. We're giving him a pass. Yeah. But then in 2019, Ben Simmons announced he would play for the Boomers in the Australian World Cup. Um. Sorry, in the World Cup for Australia. Yeah. Then he said he would play in the exhibition games as well that were going to be played over here in Australia. Now, he withdrew from the World Cup but said, hey, 
I love the fans. I'm still going to play. And I want everyone to know the context of those games. In Australia, that was built. It was they were playing in a, a fifty thousand seat football stadium. It was sold out, and the whole thing was marketed as Ben Simmons versus USA takes on Team USA. And mm. that was when Ben Simmons was still a hero in Australia. And then he withdrew from the exhibition games and fucked the whole thing. The whole thing. Yeah, um, he was on all the posters. He was everywhere. It, Tickets had all it already sold out. Yeah, based on Ben Simmons versus USA. Mm. Yeah, and then he said that his reasons were because he had professional obligations. But that was all okay because in 2017, he'd said that he was going to play in the Tokyo Olympics for 2020. And he reiterated that when he pulls out of 2019. He's, He's like, I'll like, make up to you. I know this sucks. You'll see me in Tokyo. Mm. Then he withdrew from that squad in order to focus on improving his shooting skills for the upcoming 2021-22 season. <laughs> yeah. Then he promptly proceeds to sitting out for the entire year and had no improvement whatsoever. Now he's on a Brooklyn team that is, you know, categorically horrific. He has absolutely zero impact on. This was the dream. This is the dream. I'm I'm expected to believe now that, you know, all those other times, uh, that was just, you know, that was just whatever. But now, now it's the dream. It's now always been a dream in. of his. Oh, great. Now you're the, now you're the least valuable commodity in the NBA. And, and now it's your dream to play for Australia. Australia doesn't need you. They went on to win them their first medal in Olympic history without you, without him. You know, they don't need you now. They've got they've so, they've already spent that time seeding players like Giddy, the future of Australian basketball. Dyson Daniels, really good NBA rookie right now. These They've guys got are going to future. Josh Green is shooting a high three point percentage than anyone else in the whole league right now. He's at seventy five percent. Australian the basketball is in future. great hands and. And, no. and 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 Ben Simmons isn't needed for that anymore. Aussie basketball stock going through the roof. Simmons going through the floor. You know what comes to mind when I think about the accept, the success that Australia had in uh, Tokyo mm. was confidence through the roof, chemistry through the roof. Yes. Ben Simmons is the opposite of those two things. Do mm. we want a guy out there who is so scared mm. and who is – those guys were vibing on each other. You could see in all the behind-the-scenes videos and everything, the, the, the chemistry. There was such a focus. We spoke to Brian Gorgian, the head coach, in, um, when we were at Summer League in Vegas. He was telling us stories about the vibes behind the scenes. Yeah. You know, imagine a sulking Ben Simmons. I feel like we, you know, uh, kick him in the guts every week on this show just about. Or we, have, yeah. we have a couple of times, but we're harsh. Stop me, stop me when I... You know, tell a lot any yeah, lies. Yeah. Um, the the confidence, the chemistry, the the effort, the desire. These aren't just buzzwords. That was those guys like lived by those. Mm. Simmons is the last guy. It was funny because for a long time, everyone in Australia wanted him on the team. Yeah. Now, stay away. I th I, I don't think I'm the only person saying that. Mm. When mm. we're onto such a good thing, what great. So he's gonna like. Our shooting will go through the floor. The confidence, the chemistry, everything will take a big hit. Yeah, and and uh, and I think Gorge had even sort of alluded to us when we when we sort of had a chat with him about um, it was for the best that Simmons actually didn't end up suiting up for that right for that Olympic run because he was envisaging a scenario where Simmons just gets hacked constantly. Mm. Uh, it, it ruins the the flow and rhythm of everything offensively. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was just, it was for the best. And so, again, they had extraordinary success mm. uh, without him winning their first medal. And yeah. also for half of that game, 
that they played against the USA. Yeah. Maybe just under half. Mm. They were flying and they like, were look, looked like they could win that game. Yeah. Against they had the largest lead of any team that any team had had against USA at any point during the tournament. And by the way, in 2019, I know they're just an, I know it's just an exhibition game, but they won. And I know it wasn't America's uh, USA's best ever roster, but yeah. Australia still won. It wasn't Australia's best roster either. Without Simmons, mm. Bogut was on his last legs. Mm. Paddy Mills just went out there and torched them and everyone else was excellent as well. And then he did it, they did it again in the exhibition um for for the Olympics. Remember? Yeah. So it's, they they actually won back-to-back games. That's true. Yeah, yeah. that's the in second multiple one as years well. against USA. So I think the days of Australia hoping that Ben Simmons plays, there was for a period where people had given up hope, but they secretly still wanted him. Mm. Now, it, it it's not even a front to say we don't want you, mate. Yeah, and I know it feels like we're bashing him, but it's like well, no one was talking about it. You brought it up. You open up these old wounds by saying it's my dream to play for Australia. Mate, if it was your dream, you wouldn't have passed up the opportunity at every single point you could have. Every step of the way. The entire, yeah. right the way through. The uh, Commit, uncommit, commit, pull out, pull out, end, you know, cancel. That was the thing. There was that one time in 2019 where it, it wasn't just commit and pull out. It was, I'm playing. I'm not. Actually, I'll play some of the games. Actually, I'll play none of them. Yeah. It was just, you constantly tortured the, the country that once idolized you and australia's and, moved on australia's watching josh giddy dyson daniels josh green yeah all these other tremendous prospects tyrese proctor who was mm. hooping at the facility across the road from us the other that, day now he's at duke mm. and everyone at duke is saying this dude's the best guy we've got on this team yeah and he's going to be in the nba it is such a bright future ben simmons's home country has well and truly moved on mm. and i think there's yeah. also oh it's it's just this it's really crazy to me how Australia's like basketball assholes per capita is fuck. It's off the charts compared to compared to the rest of the world. Yeah, you know? <laughs> Kyrie Simmons, Liz Cambage. Oh, Liz Cambage, Bogut, the worst one. Um, yeah, it's it's. Oh, I can't even believe how unlucky we are with the amount of talent. I mean, even the fact that Australia has more number one draft picks out of Melbourne than any other city in the world, you know, no, no yeah, other. Kyrie, yeah. technically out of Melbourne, and, was born here and spent and the first two years. Somehow, you know, How somehow does it ended up in this situation where yeah. we're embarrassed by some of our most talented, you know, prospects ever. Oh, it's unbelievable. The, the Liz Cambridge stuff of, you know, making racist comments to the Nigerian team, even though she was half Nigerian. I'm done with all of them. Bring on the giddy no. era. He's actually carrying Australian basketball on his back right now. This is why it's such a saving grace. You will not meet a nicer man than Josh Giddy. Dyson Daniels, same thing. Mm. You know, um, not as familiar with Josh Green as a person, but certainly have nothing bad to say. Seems like a great guy. Mm. Um, So it's not only the golden era in terms of talent, but in terms of just not being complete morons Mm. um, and. It's a combination of like unreliability with, you know, Bogut, Cambridge, um, Simmons, unreliability, head cases, saying just ridiculous, stupid things that make no sense at all, like inflammatory. It's just, mm. I'm over it. 
You know what? That might be just enough Brooklyn Nets for one day. What do you reckon? Yeah, I think we've definitely reached our Brooklyn Nets quota on this podcast for a while. They're just exhausting. Yeah. I think the the aim here was we went hard and we'll leave it for a little while because... I mean, they give us new material every week. There's always some new drama with them. They so do. There'll be something right after we finish recording. I guarantee by just, the time this is that. live, there's something new. Yeah. Kyle will be waived. Oh, something will happen. Yeah. Yeah, he'll, I hate to think what documentary he's watching right now. Oh and I God. use the term documentary loosely. Yeah. Anyway, jump in the comments. Let us know what you think. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple. We're on Facebook. We're more or less everywhere. Mm. Um, let us know what you think. And Give we'll us a good rinsing. Guys. Yeah, a healthy rinse is Health, always good. Healthy rinse. Yeah. And we'll be back next week.